This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. More evidence today that Vladimir Putin might have miscalculated with his invasion of Ukraine. As NATO wraps up its high-level meetings today in Madrid, they've invited Finland and Sweden to join the alliance, and the Biden administration is announcing dramatically scaled-up deployments of American troops to countries like Poland and the Baltics, right on Russia's doorstep. For the first time since the end of the Cold War, there will be a significant and, in many cases, permanent positioning of American combat power in Eastern Europe. Meanwhile, Russia continues stepping up the missile attacks over much of Ukraine, seemingly without the ability to win clear-cut victories. Even in the scaled-down operations in the east, Putin and Russia will seek to terrorize the Ukrainian people. James Goldgeier is an international relations professor at American University, former director for Russian, Ukrainian, and Eurasian Affairs on the National Security Council staff, and author of Not Weather But When, The U.S. Decision to Enlarge NATO. I spoke with him along with my colleague Rob Archer, who asked if this is kind of a return to the battle days of the Cold War. Well, there's certainly bad days. I don't know if they're the old days, but they're definitely bad days. I mean, Vladimir Putin uh, has made clear in his statements about Ukraine not being a real country, about his desire to be the new Peter the Great and gather lands that he thinks belongs to Russia uh, into Russian territory. And so NATO really has no choice but to respond to the possibility that he will commit further aggression. Which is also a backfire for Putin, right? Because if he was worried, apparently, about NATO getting larger, now it's larger. We've got two extra countries and we've got more of us there, more of a U.S. presence. I know it is remarkable. You know, if he had just played nice since 20, after 2014 instead of invading Ukraine then and invading it again in February of this year, uh, we'd be talking today about how the United States had lost interest in NATO, NATO had drifted, didn't really have a purpose. He, he's given it a purpose. And as you say, he's, he's making it larger. Finland and Sweden had no interest previously in joining NATO. And of course, now they're very eager to join in. And the U.S. was going to shift its attention to China. And now it's back, uh, you know, in, in a big way in Europe. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, for so long we heard about Russia's vaunted military and how when they began the invasion of Ukraine, uh, we were we were guesstimating that on the outside, Ukraine's going to last a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks, maybe a month, but no more. They're going to be overrun. Uh, obviously, that did not happen. Where does uh, Putin stand militarily now as NATO begins to expand and will he react in desperation? Well, I don't think I don't think there's really that much he can do against the NATO countries themselves, um, and even the two new ones coming in, Finland and Sweden. I mean, he's his military is depleted after uh, what he's put it through in, in this war against Ukraine. Uh, it is important for NATO to make clear that they are going to defend all of NATO territory if he should uh, decide that he wants to uh, test that, but. Uh, I think the bigger worry right now is that we must continue to provide support for Ukraine to help it defend itself. Russia is still in a very strong position in eastern Ukraine, and that country is not free from uh, that aggression and continued Russian intimidation. Well, President Zelensky beamed in on the uh, on, on Skype to the conference, and uh, to paraphrase, he said, is it not enough that we're defending all of Europe, basically, to let us into this thing? But, I mean, he understands the politics of this and why they can't in Article 5, but he also understands that, you know, saying that to all of them 
gets him more of what he's asking for, right? More assistance and uh, the, the West does not lose interest. Right. Yes, I think the West is very focused uh, on this threat from Russia, uh, the NATO strategic concept, and particularly the NATO, uh, the heads of state and government declaration coming out of this summit, a very strong statement about Russia. You know, there's no hint, as there was previously, of of any pos pros prospect of partnership with Russia. That's over. Uh, this is all about NATO uh, supporting Ukraine. Uh, to the full extent possible. And isn't it true that uh, Russia's drastically reduced its standing the world with uh, what appears to be uh, deliberate targeting of civilian errors? We, we saw the video of the rocket being launched into a shopping mall with no military value that uh, that anybody knew about. Uh, and, and so that's reduced its standing in the world. Is there any way for Russia to come back from this with, without having to overthrow and get rid of Putin? Well, you know, I mean, the, the problem is you still have a lot of people in the global south who think everything is the fault of the West, the United States, Europe, um, and that Russia was provoked. Uh, and even though Russia, with this blockade of Ukraine, is creating a food security crisis uh, throughout much of the global south, um, even there, a, a lot of people uh, are buying into the Russian argument that it's it's the West's fault. There's always so much suspicion in the global south of the West that, you know, Russia has gotten more of a pass than it should. This is a imperialist, colonialist war of the highest magnitude. They've they've undermined the UN principle that big countries shouldn't just march their forces across borders uh, and take territory from weaker neighbors. Uh, and I wish there was a, a bigger response from the international community against Russia. Uh, and, and, you know, hopefully that will come if Russia continues to act in this barbaric manner. James Goldgeier, international relations professor at American University, author of Not Weather But When, the U.S. Decision to Enlarge NATO. This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.